Hello, welcome to the Michael Like Stuff podcast. Michael here. Glad that you are choosing to join me today. I hope that you are staying cozy uh, and staying safe, uh, social distancing, flattening the curve, all that stuff, because you might not get really sick, but um, someone that you love might, someone that I love might, and I just, I just want to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. Um, but all that said, I'm really happy that you're here. I have been very, 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 very excited about what we're about to release to you right now um, for the last 24 hours. So thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I had my brother Joel on the pod today to talk about The Office. And not just that. I had my brother Joel on today uh, to help me seed and create a bracket of 32 of the all-time best episodes of NBC's The Office, and we're, we had a blast doing it, uh, and I think that you can have a blast too. Uh, you get to participate in this, so um, I will be uh, tweeting out uh, polls uh, where you can vote on the episodes uh, that you like the most, and it'll be matchups. Um, so instance, it'll be like a one seed versus an eight seed, et cetera, et cetera, just like you would expect in a March Madness uh, Selection Sunday bracket. So uh, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I hope that you are finding things to enjoy during this time, and I'm, 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 thank- I'm thankful that you're choosing to spend this time with me and my brother Joel. So thank you a billion. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome in. It is Selection Sunday here on the Michael Like Stuff podcast. Thank you for joining in with us today. We have been planning something very, very exciting uh, because me and my brother Joel, who's here with me. Hello. Uh, we're bored. We want stuff to do. And so we are. Uh... Well, Joel, why don't you just tell the folks what we're doing? Yeah. So um, I know that quarantining and social distancing doesn't sound any fun at all and you know we thought what would be some way where we could have fun and we could also get others in on the fun okay so i know that this time to me march madness is the biggest most fun time of my life every year okay so we wanted to make a thing that we can incorporate for many people we could make brackets and we could we could coordinate that kind of thing again and I know that there's one thing that almost every person, at least on Hinge, relates to, and it's the office. Right, Michael? I don't know about Hinge, but I do know about the office. And no, not everyone likes the office, and that's okay, but we do. But we do. And, and it's the Michael Like Stuff pod. It's stuff that I like, so I like it. So that's what we're doing. And if you like the office, this is for you. Um, we are we have created a bracket um, seated by our choosing. We took our rank of 50 episodes, averaged them together, and we have a bracket ready for you today. Um, so really, what we're gonna do is we're gonna roll through the bracket, um, starting with the top seeds and going all the way down to the six seed, and then me and Michael are going to pick the last the last eight teams ourselves. Um, so sit tight, and we're gonna start with. The top overall seeds. Are you ready to go, Michael? Yes. 
Yes, so I will be playing Greg Gumbel. Today, my name is Joel Klinger, and alongside me is Michael Klinger. We are here to walk through the bracket. And today, we are talking about Michael Scott's Dunder Mifflin Scranton Meredith Palmer Memorial Celebrity Coronavirus Awareness Madness for the Cure. So we are all excited. We have been anticipating this since yesterday, and it's just going to be a great time. And we are so looking forward to see if there's really any Cinderella, you know, any Cinderella out there that's going to take the world by storm. Thank you, Joel. Yes, we have been looking forward to this since yesterday. And uh, in today's world, yesterday seems like a year ago. So it feels like we've been anticipating this for a long time. Yes. So without further ado, we're just going to jump right into it with our top four overall seeds. Coming in, the top overall seed, the Virginia of last year, the beast of the beasts, Everything is in this episode, especially cringeworthy moments. The top overall seed goes to The Dinner Party, Season 4, Episode 9. Thoughts, Michael? The Dinner Party is my favorite Office episode ever. It does exactly what The Office does, and it makes you insanely uncomfortable to a level that makes you laugh incessantly. And I love this episode I love uh, the Michael Jan thing. I love that Jim and Pam are there, and you just feel what they're feeling. Um, it's incredibly cringeworthy and the best episode in the whole series. So that ranked very high on both of our lists in the top five for both of us, so it gets the top overall spot at number one in our bracket. The number two overall seed who gets the second one seed is Casino Night, the season ender for the second season, season two, episode 22. Casino Night's the one where Jim finally told Pam and everything went awry. Okay, so what are your thoughts on Casino Night being number two? Is that where you kind of thought? Uh, it looks like I had Casino Night ranked at my third favorite of all time, so I would say it's definitely deserving of a one seed. Um it's the culmination of two seasons of uh, romantic frustration, uh, and it leaves you hanging on how season three will start. It's an awesome episode, uh, very funny, and just an important episode as far as the series is concerned. Absolutely. Um, those two are very, very on point um, and very, very accurate with both of our rankings. Um, here through the rest of the bracket is not going to be so unanimous. Okay, our third overall seed is basketball. It is the fifth episode of the whole entire series. It is the most like March Madness to see Stanley rocking down, dribbling the basketball with one hand behind his back. That's what we're talking about when we talk about basketball. Shea Serrano has a whole chapter in his uh, Conference Room 5 Minutes PDF. So just, Mike, what are your thoughts seeing basketball, number three? Basketball is the episode where everyone decides understood fully that the office was here to stay a great episode insanely fun and just exactly what you would expect from an office supply office paper supply company playing basketball in their warehouse uh lots of tragic crossovers um and some surprising uh surprisingly good players and uh some people that significantly overestimated their skill levels Yes, Michael being the main one who significantly overestimated his skill level. So let's push forward to our final number one seed. And it comes out of the third season as the 22nd episode in the third season. It is Beach Games. Beach Games is my favorite episode of The Office ever. Michael, 
put it down farther on his list, but it still manages to pick up a one seed in this bracket. What are your thoughts on beach games? It looks like I had beach games at number 17 on my list, so definitely not low uh, when you consider how many episodes there are. Uh, I love beach games. Uh, Pam, just you love Pam in this episode. Big moment for Pam. Um, This is Pam's best episode in the whole series, and uh, it's about Pam, and you don't get a lot of those, so it was a really, really awesome thing. All right, so I've given you the top four overall seeds. What are your thoughts on the four overall seeds? Do you think one of them is just unbeatable? And is there one that you think, ah, this one's probably not going to make it to the final four? Looking at them, it looks like, uh, obviously, I would pick Dinner Party right now uh, because I do think it is the best episode. But the great thing about this is that you listeners – uh, you get to vote on these matchups eventually on my Twitter. Absolutely. So just because I like Dinner Party the most doesn't necessarily mean that it will take the cake in the end. Um, these are four great episodes. Um, there's definitely none of these episodes that are going to be, you know, completely unworthy. Since we both, since they're, it's an aggregate ranking right. uh, between us, uh, we both obviously think that these are worthy competitors. Yes, I would say the same. And I think I think that there is a jump between um the first few episodes and the next the next all the rest of them really. I mean, honestly, it was hard for me to even rank 50 of these and there's almost 200 of them. I feel like I feel like these episodes are so they're so good and they all have something different to offer. And it was just really hard for me to make this ranking, but when I look at these four episodes, I see four solid monumental episodes when it came to storyline when it came to what the office looks like i think that is huge um so i think i think if one of these were to falter it would probably be beach games but personally that's not my that's i love beach games and i think it's my favorite office episode but those are the top four seeds as we as we have now so let me walk you through what the rest of this is going to look like we are going to go through region by region and we are going to give you the seedings and the matchups for each of these regions the four regions that we have we have the annex the conference room the warehouse and the break room we have the four regions of the office um, so we are just really excited to go through these bit by bit. Um, so let me walk you through our seedings. We do not have seven and eight seeds right now. We will come up with that later in this podcast. Michael does not know the seeds. I do. So what happens, we are going to roll for the first 24 seeds, and then we are going to come back and pick the final seven and eight seed because we did not have 32 teams that we put on our top 50 that overlapped. So we're just going to walk through um, what our seeds are and what our matchups are with our seven and eights missing. Are you ready, Michael? Yeah, I, I'm ready for this. I'm, I'm ready. I'm so ready. Um, so in the annex region, dinner party is the number one overall seed. They will play the eighth seed who is yet to be determined. The four seed in the annex is the fight. The fight comes from season two. It's episode six. That is when Michael and Dwight Get in a fight. Yeah. Um, this is probably the most hyped fight with the uh, least hyped ending. Um, but well worth a watch still just for the sheer entertainment value. Um, 
not a lot of uh, excellent uh, fightmanship, but very, very entertaining. Uh, and you could just sense hilarity coming the entire episode. Yes, that's the fight. It, it takes a little bit in place in uh, Dwight's dojo. Um, and they go to the dojo and they fight each other. It's really sad to watch, but it's really it's really a great watch. Um, the five seed that is coming up against the fight comes from season four. The episode is Did I Stutter? The twelfth episode of season Did I Stutter? If you do not recall Did I Stutter, it is when Stanley says Did I Stutter when he responds to Michael when Michael talks to him in the conference room and Stanley's just not having it. So Did I Stutter? actually come up came up lower on your rankings than it did mine but it pops in as a five seed here today any thoughts on did i stutter there's a couple episodes uh that made this list for me solely because of stanley rants Mm. um and this is one of them um big shouts to stanley this dude uh when he rants it is about it's it, it there are certain moments in the series um, when you fear for your life uh, or for a character's life, and this is one of them. Um, thank you, Stanley. We love you. Uh, Stanley, we're Stanley Stans here on the Michael Like Stuff pod. Yes. Um, so you heard correctly. I did not stutter. Did I stutter is the five seed in the Annex region. Moving forward, the three seed in the Annex region is the final episode of the series. It is the finale coming in from the ninth season. Um, the finale to me caused so much emotions. I think, I think I didn't know how much I had emotionally put into the show, but when I watched the finale, the way they tied it up, I think it may be the best finale I've ever seen from a sitcom. Um, and The Office is not my favorite sitcom. It's up there, but I think the finale was just the best ending to a sitcom I've ever seen. Uh, tied everything up pretty nicely. Um, I loved how they how they used the documentary, the party, um, and them coming back a year later. The finale to me is a great episode, and it falls to a three seed um, for me. What are your thoughts on the finale? Um, I enjoyed the finale, and the finale came at a time in the show uh, when um, they really needed something because the ratings took a hit after Michael left and um, things got really weird there in season nine. Um, And they needed a a good heartfelt way to tie up the show. And um, it definitely came through for them on that level. Uh, And it's a good episode. I I enjoyed it and I I cried. So uh, well worth your time. Uh, especially if you love the show and love the characters. That's the three seed. The finale is the three seed. They will face the six seed diversity day coming from the first season. It is the second episode in the first season. Michael, what are your thoughts on seeing diversity day as a six seed? I'm, I'm pretty pissed off Joel <laughs> because diversity day is my f- uh, allegedly fourth favorite episode of all time. And you didn't even put it in your top 50. Correct which uh, is a complete and total sham. Uh, Diversity Day uh, helps you understand the vibe and horror of what it is like to live in the Dunder Mifflin office uh, on a day-in and day-out basis. And uh, it's it's in season one, and it really helps you 
understand the type of humor that this show is going for. And it does not get it does not get much more uh, cringeworthy. Uh, well, it does. But as far as episodes go, uh, Diversity Day is one of the uh, most cringeworthy episodes of all time. It's also one of the all-time uh, that didn't age well episodes. Yes. Um, and we are not. I I didn't rate these based on whether they age well or not. I rated these whether they got what they wanted to get out of it, and they crushed this episode. Yes. So as Michael said, I did not put this in my top fifty. Um, to from seeing both of our rankings. I realized that me and Michael have very different subjective opinions on these episodes in The Office in general. And that is fine. And that's kind of what this whole thing is about. When we go through this, I want you guys to get mad at us. I want you to come at us on Twitter. Like, that's fine. Your opinion is your opinion. But my opinion is my opinion. And my opinion is Diversity Day. Joel, is- Joel just likes Jim and Pam stuff. That's He just wants them to like be heartfelt and lovey-dovey. And Joel likes lovey-dovey stuff like the finale. Look, Diversity Day... That's not even a real Office episode. I should have said that, but... Diversity Day... If this was a rewatchable podcast, Diversity Day would have been the episode that aged the worst. The amount of of political incorrectness and just general harassment that goes on in the office this day is unbelievable. He literally makes people put different ethnicities on their forehead, go around and partake in these generalizations and stereotypes... To, to fix th- the problem. I mean, it is crazy. And, you know, diversity diversity is fine. But it's just, to me, in the day and age that we are now, I cannot sit and watch Diversity Day with a smile on my face. I cringe so much during Diversity yeah. Day. It's a cringy show, dude. That's the whole show. It's a cringy place to work. It's a cringy boss to work for. The characters are cringy. That's the that's the whole show. If you li- if you do- if you like the office, how do you not like the cringy episodes? Because that episode is all cringe. I like a little cringe. I do not like all cringe. But regardless, Diversity Day gets the sixth seed. I'm sure we'll talk about it further later. But let's move I'm on. I'm glad I didn't have to use one of my at large bids on that. Let's move on throughout the throughout the bracket, okay? The only team that we have left in the annex region. It's another soft ending. It is goodbye, Michael. Gets the two seed in the annex region. Good, Michael says goodbye to the office, um, and we both had it ranked um, fairly high. So what are your thoughts on goodbye, Michael? Definitely a different vibe than Diversity Day, similar to the finale. Yeah. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. This In this episode, and we can edit this out if I am wrong because I don't want to look like a dummy. This is the episode where Pam goes to the airport. Yes. This episode, um, Pam and Michael have such a special relationship. Yes. Because uh, Michael is a cringy boss and most of the time, and then he's incredibly heartfelt and loving. And Pam is not a perfect character. But the scene where she realizes she missed Michael and wasn't able to say goodbye and runs to the airport. Um, and I love the way that they shot it where you didn't get to hear what they said. Mm-hmm. Um, she took the mic off and it was silent. I thought that was a really neat way, uh, to send off Michael and, uh, 
it really helps you understand Pam a lot too, I think. So I, I love this episode, if for nothing else than for that season. Um, Michael's cute goodbyes are, are fun too. Yeah. So there's goodbye, Michael. And that closes out our, our first region uh, without with the two missing seeds. So just what sticks out to you from this first region? Do you feel like Diversity Day you think is seeded too low, 100%? I expect Diversity Day to go on a run here. Um, I don't think that people love the finale as much as you, and I, I definitely see an upset coming there. We will see. I will. Definitely, I know where my vote's going. I will definitely be disappointed if the finale does not make it out of the first round. That will that will kill me. And it maybe it would probably be my fault because I didn't put it. I didn't put Diversity Day on my top fifty, but it's not. Um, so yeah, I think that's I think that's really the key right there. Definitely the more interesting part is the bottom part of the bracket. I think Dinner Party's not going to have any problems with the fight. And did I stutter? Although I could be wrong. And that's kind of the beauty of it. Dinner party is a powerhouse. No doubt. So we're going to move on to the next region. It is the conference room. In this conference room region, our top seed is Casino Night. So Casino Night's going to play the eight seed, but the four or five matchup, our four seed in the conference room region is Fun Run, the opening episode to season four it is the episode where Michael Scott creates the Michael Scott's Dunder Mifflin Scranton Mary Palmer Memorial Celebrity uh, Rabies Awareness Fun Run for the Cure. And that was a current four seed on our bracket. Thoughts? I don't. I need to look up what where I put this episode because... Uh, you put it at five. Five overall. Overall. Yeah. I love this episode, man. Um, Andy's nipples chafing. <laughs> Him drafting behind like, Kevin. Dude. And I think this is probably because Andy is probably my favorite character on the show. Mm. And uh, this is a shining moment for Andy. Yeah. And um, I I love this episode, man. Yeah. I love it. There are a lot of things in this episode. You see, a, you see a Michael Dwight moment where they think they've given Toby a laxative and they really just made him, given him something so he can't poop. Um, it has Pam and Jim finally getting together. Um, and it's just, it's a lot, it's a lot of stuff for this episode. Um, I, you know, this is the, this is the start of the two part episodes, which I was generally not a fan of the two part episodes in season four. That's why they, you know, they cut it back to 30 minute episodes later in the season. Um, but this is a stretch that I'm not absolutely in love with. Although I did, I did put fun run on my list. I think it's a good episode and it comes in at four, the five seed. Everybody loves the Office Christmas episodes, and this is the first one. This is Christmas Party from season two, the one where Michael gave Ryan an iPod. Thoughts on Christmas Party? Looks like I had Christmas Party at uh, 25 on my list, um, and you had it at 36. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the best Christmas episode, and... You, I, don't, I just didn't feel right about having a bracket like this without a Christmas episode in it. Right. Um, I, I really enjoy the Christmas episodes, not because they are zingers, uh, just 100%. They are just um, uh, special. They're solid episodes that yeah, on Christmas Eve I can flip on and watch like three hours of The Office. Yeah, for sure. I, I really enjoy the Christmas episodes, and I didn't feel right about having a bracket without a Christmas episode on there. Absolutely. Um, so moving forward with the bracket, our three seed 
comes from season five, and it is Broke. Broke, if you remember, is the episode where Michael, Pam, and Ryan have their Michael Scott paper company, and they realize that they're going to go out of business really soon. And then David Wallace and Idris Elba give them a buyout. Thoughts on Broke being a three-seat? I um I had this on my list. I think it's a good episode. Um but I do think it it was uh necessary. I don't think that people I I don't think the Michael Scott paper company was a, a great part of the series. See, that's kind of where I differ with you. And I think I think that goes back to our thoughts on the the season the the series in general with Michael Scott I feel like you like him for cringe that's your that's it your just th- goes against the formula of the show right that's your thing I loved seeing Michael Scott run a paper company by himself with Pam and Ryan I loved those episodes so I put broke pretty high I put it at eleven um, so when I look at broke I think that's a great episode it's a necessary episode um, and it's something that nicely merges back Michael Scott Paper Company and Dunder Mifflin. Um, so that's why I put it so high, and that comes in at a three seed. They will face the six seed, which I am personally so glad it is on there. I feel like it is a niche episode. It's not going to make it very far. But the six seed in this region is Ben Franklin. Yeah. Um, just a really weird episode. Yes. Um, which is on 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 brand, um, and it's just like you no, know, it's just one of those things where like remember the Ben Franklin episode? Yeah, you know, like right. it, it. It's a niche episode, but I mean, it's 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 deserving of being in this bracket, right? It's something you know. When I was making my list yesterday, um, I was thinking about my favorite episodes, and the first thing I did was just make a list of the best episodes that I can recall, just from my brain. Um, and then once I got through that, I just started moving through episodes that I could find on a list um, on Netflix. And I found Ben Franklin, and I completely forgot about Ben Franklin. But when I remembered Ben Franklin and the fact that they had a Ben Franklin person impersonator come to the office and flirt with Pam and uh, had, had you know the, everything to go wrong with the stripper, I think... Ben Franklin is a great episode, and it honestly made me laugh even just thinking about that episode of how ridiculous it is. Yeah, um, it is a it's a weird episode. I'm glad it made it in the bracket. I don't see it going very far. No. Um, so that brings us to the two seed in our conference room bracket. You know, there's there's a recurring a recurring event that happens at the office and. It's an award ceremony, and it all started with the first episode in season two, and that was the Dundies. The Dundies come in as a two-seed in the conference room. The Dundies is kind of a staple episode. That is where Pam got inebriated and, uh, you know, said the thing about Chili's and uh, kissed Jim for the first time. She was drunk when she kissed Jim. She was inebriated, yes. Um, This is... uh I feel God in this Chili's tonight. Yes. Yeah. Um, which, if you have like that quotable of a thing in your episode, you deserve to make it into this bracket. Um, if for no other reason than 
anytime anyone goes to a Chili's now, they say, I feel God in this Chili's tonight. Yes. Um, so it's it needs to be in the bracket. Uh, it's a fun episode. Um, and like you said, a staple because it set up future episodes. Um, and uh, just you get to see a lot of Jim and Pam, which I know you're into. Um, so I'm trying to see. Looks like you had this at 15 and I had it at 14. So yeah, pretty 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 fair. agreeable uh, premises on this one. You know the Dundies, the Chili's remark is something that's a staple. When I was contact team manager at Lipscomb Admissions, shout out. Um, we for our final our final meal went to Chili's and I gave them all Dundies. Um, and I think anytime you have something that kind of transcends just a TV show. That makes that episode, that makes that thing so much more powerful. Transcends a TV show for you. I'm sure some people were like, I don't get it. But I do, so I put it high. That does our conference room. We have Casino Night, Fun Run, Christmas Party Broke, Ben Franklin, and the Dundies. What sticks out to you in this region, Michael? There's a lot of solid episodes. I want Fun Run to go so deep, and I, um, I will be voting for Fun Run from all four of my Twitter accounts. Um, I hope the fun run doesn't go far. To be completely frank, I think I think uh, that's just a... if I had it my way, I would love a Casino Night Ben Franklin matchup in the Elite Eight. But Ben um, Franklin is people don't even remember that episode. They other than well, I'll oh, tell yeah, you, there was a Ben Franklin impersonator. But when they see it, when they see it on Twitter, they'll think, oh yeah, Ben Franklin that episode. I'm telling you, I'm, it, don't be shocked if it beats Broken the first round. All right. Okay. Um, so moving on to the next region, we have warehouse, the warehouse region in the warehouse was where the episode basketball was filmed. How fitting that basketball is the one seed, the one seed. There's advantages. The you get region. to play in your region. You don't have to travel, you know? Absolutely. So, um, so the, the regular season is four. basketball was the one seed still missing the eight seed, the four seed. Another Jim and Pam staple moment that I believe you actually had higher than I did. Um, okay, it is it is Niagara in the sixth season. It is when they went to Niagara Falls and got married. Thoughts? Here is why this ranked so highly for me. It is my ninth favorite episode of all time, and it is not because of Jim and Pam. It is because of the epic dance party scene at the wedding. Where at the wedding? Yeah. Okay. It wasn't the part where Andy tore his scrotum the night before? I mean, that's fun, but I... I <laughs> the vibes of the, the wedding just... Once that... Uh, is it, it's a Chris Brown song. Is it Forever on the Dance Floor? Is that the song that comes on? Uh, Yeah. And, Tonight and, yeah. is the night you can join me in the middle of ecstasy. I mean, that song... It whew, slaps. I... um. I don't support Chris Brown and what he hit the way he lives his life. And, you know, and Pam didn't want to play it either. But that scene is one of my favorites in the whole series. I could care less for Jim and Pam, like hugging it out on, uh, the boat on Niagara Falls. Mm. And, and then Jim says that Zum's like, uh, this is, um, plan C. Yeah. Because plan B was to get married and the chapel. And then, Plan A was to marry her pretty much the moment I met her or some crap like that. I'm sure that's your favorite part of the episode. No, I honestly am not a huge fan. The, honest, the My favorite part of this episode 
is honestly when Andy tears his scrotum the night before the wedding. I think that is hilarious. And he had he had Pam drive to the. I, I think that's great. Also, the part where Kevin has his shoes destroyed because they smell too bad, and then he wears Kleenex boxes the rest of the time. I mean. That's what made this episode great to me. I was honestly not a fan of the whole wedding thing. I felt like it was very, I feel like, you know, I'm Isn't a sucker. Isn't there something going on with Dwight and one of Pam's bridesmaids? Yes. Yeah, I mean. That, I think it's Pam's cousin. That's hilarious. Man. Yeah. That's uh, hilarious. Um, so it wasn't really the, the lovey-dovey stuff that got me for this episode. I, I, I didn't even rank it that high, but I put it on the list just because I think there are parts of it that are very funny. So that comes in at the four seed in the warehouse region. It will face the five seed where Michael fell into a koi pond in season six. So this is the episode where Jim and Michael go on a sales thing when they're both the co-managers, and Michael falls into a koi pond, and Jim did not save him from the koi pond. So just what are your thoughts on koi pond landing at number five? I think um, it's a funny episode, and it, it deserves to be in this bracket. It's not my favorite episode. Um, it's not close to my favorite episode, but I think I had it 36. So if there's 32 people in this bracket, I'm okay with it making it. And I think that I think with with the we just averaged our rankings and then took the top 24, and then we're gonna have our wild card picks later. But I think what sticks out about some of these episodes, um, like Koi Pond, that we we liked it enough to put it on our list. And I feel like there's a general feeling that most people would probably put Koi Pond in their top 50. I don't know if Koi yeah, Pond has a high, a high net rating. Yes. I don't know if Koi Pond's going to make a run. I don't know if it'll get past Niagara. I think that's a tough matchup for it. Um, but I think, you know, that's a solid, funny thing that happened. Michael fell into a Koi Pond. So that's, that's why it lands at seed five. Um, and moving on in the warehouse region, we have the three seed. Classic. Instant classic episode. From season seven, Threat Level Midnight, featuring Michael Scarn. Looks like I ranked this number 27, and you ranked it number eight. So it, it was definitely a good insight into Michael Scott um, and, and the type of person that he is. Um, just a, a strange person. Yes. I feel like you should probably talk more about it because you like this episode more than me. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind. That's fine. Uh, Threat Level Midnight, to me, it was something that was teased, I believe, in the third season. Or it was in the second season, I think. I don't think Pam and Jim were together yet. But they teased it in the second season where Pam found the manuscript of Threat Level Midnight. And then I think it was such... I love in, in shows when they pull together things from the past. And there were so many past people in that episode that came back for Threat Level Midnight like Karen and Jan and Pam's mom. I loved it. And also, you know, I think it was one of those ways where it's like they're starting to send out Michael, and it was one of those episodes that really did that well, where it brought everybody together to do that. It was an ode, an ode to Michael Scott. Yes. So I think that'll be a tough one to beat in the warehouse region. It comes in at a three. The sixth seed, email surveillance from the second season. Email surveillance is the one where um, this, not, ba- this barely snuck in. This barely snuck in, but I think it, I think it could go far. So email surveillance is the one where Michael spies on all their emails, and Jim throws a barbecue, and Michael just shows up. Yeah. Um, and 
I think it's funny. Jim Jim has his roommate, and he talks to him about Dwight, and his roommate does not believe that Dwight exists. Yeah. And, and you know, I, you know, you see Dwight and Angela for the first time in that episode in the in the little playhouse in the backyard or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I think I think it's a solid episode. I don't know if it'll get past threat level midnight, but I don't. I like that it's in the bracket. Um, any episode where someone shows up to a party uninvited. Dinner is, party. It has some dinner party vibes. It's, it's. The thing is, this could really happen, <laughs> you know. Like a lot of the stuff, like this, a lot of the cringe in this series is so unfeasible. How could this possibly ever happen? Your boss sees your email where you invited everyone in the office to your party except them, and then shows up because they at least act like they think that they just didn't get the email that everyone's supposed to get. Right. That could really happen. Yeah. And so I think that is, it, 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 it is a realistic cringe. Mm. And I think that that has to like up its, up its viability. Okay. So there you go. Email surveillance, six seed. Last seed in the warehouse region, the two seed, also comes from the second season. It's where Michael Scott burned his foot on a George Foreman grill. The injury comes in as a two seed. It's a strong one. Memorable moment where Michael Scott burns his foot on a George Foreman grill. Um, this is an iconic episode. Um, this is, uh, and this is the thing is this is the beginning of the episode. Um, they don't even show it. Yeah. The great thing about this episode is uh, when Dwight wrecks his car and has a concussion. <laughs> it throws up on the back of his car. Throws up on the back of his car. Is this the this is the episode where he's being like really nice to Pam? Yes. Yeah, this is a great episode. Yes. Um like everyone remembers, oh yeah, that time when Michael burned his foot on a George Foreman grill. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this is also the episode where Dwight ran into a pole, had a concussion. And he and Pam became best friends. Yeah. Um, and Pam's like, I'm just going to savor this. I think that those two things combined, definitely, um, it's going to be tough to take down in any sort of uh, one-on-one matchup. All right. So there's the injury, and that finishes out the warehouse region. We have basketball, Niagara, Koi Pond, threat level midnight, email surveillance, and the injury. What I, are your thoughts? Basketball is an iconic episode, and so is the injury. I wish, I feel like in the conference room uh, quadrant, we had less just purely iconic episodes. Um, Because I think Koi Pond, Threat Level Midnight, The Injury Basketball, um, Niagara, and Niagara are all iconic episodes. Right. And, uh, you know, but sometimes that's the way seating works out. Um, Just because an episode is good, uh, sometimes you you end up with like the higher end of good in your bracket, and that's that's facts, right? And since we only did thirty two, it really kind of just breaks it breaks down to some just like our favorites, and, and you know, and and um, that's kind of the way this is working so far. Uh, and you see that you see that in this bracket. I think I think Threat Level Midnight has a chance to make it out. I know you really don't want that, but I think Threat Level Midnight's enough of an iconic episode where it could make a run. At least five minutes of that episode are highly entertaining. Yes. 
What, so. what five minutes? Just any five minutes? When they're watching it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's the warehouse region. We have our last region, and it's the break room. In this region, to me, is the star-studded region. It is going to be a captivating one to watch. The first seed in the break room is Beach Games. Season 3, Pam moment. Iconic episode. They'll play an 8 seed to be determined. The 4 seed is Office Olympics, which... I had rated higher than you, I believe. Yeah. But Office Olympics again is a iconic an iconic episode for me. Yeah, you had it number two overall. I had it number two. I had it number forty three. So yeah. Why don't you talk about it? Office Olympics is early in the second season. It's episode three. Um, it's where Michael and Dwight go to get Michael's condo, uh, which is a funny subplot. But the main plot is that Jim and Pam are running office Olympics throughout the office. Um, and it's an iconic one to me because you really get to see Jim and Pam go together and, and do stuff together. And Pam's like, again, a flirty episode for Joel. Yes. Pam, Pam's like, Oh, Jim's great. He's like so talented and he can do so much when he puts his mind to it. But the problem is he works here. And it's like, you see that in Jim, you see like his leadership ability, you see his ability to have fun and you see Pam's ability to assist him in that and also, you get to see all the office, their personalities come out in that episode more than any episode before. Yeah, so, I mean, but what does that have to say about uh, gender roles? You know, why does why that, can't she be the oh, one that has up. all the fun and he's the one that assists her? That is, okay. You know, okay. that's all I'm saying. Like, Look. You want to act all PC and like look, things don't age well. And then you talk about complementarianism. Oh my gosh. This is not... That is not the thing, okay? There are things that Pam does, and Jim assists her, and there are things that Jim does, and Pam assists her. Pranking Dwight What has- is the thing in this series that Pam does and Jim assists her? Okay. Is it when Pam bought the house and Jim assists No, Jim went behind her back and bought it and didn't even talk to her about it. Yes, okay. Pam is not the most independent woman, all right? And I'm not saying that every woman needs to be Pam, but that is Jim and Pam's relationship, you know? Uh, and hence you, why they ran into some bumps in the uh, oh, not off that was that was producers just needing some plot lines. <laughs> shut up about that. I don't want to talk about those episodes. Um, so th- it comes in as a four seat, which is really hard for me to look at because my favorite episode is the one seat, and my second favorite episode is the four seat, which means they'll play each other in the next round if off if, if Office Olympics can get there, which to me just makes me so angry. That's my championship right there. I don't even care about the rest of it. That's my championship. So Office Olympics, in order to get to the second round, has to go through an episode from season five, episode 28, Company Picnic, where Michael and Holly are reunited at the Company Picnic and the offices play volleyball. A lot of fun moments for a lot of characters in this episode. Um, A lot of fun Dwight moments. A lot of fun Michael moments, and then uh, just insanely heartfelt Jim and Pam moment at the end, um, which is the most memorable scene from the episode. And he says, Dwight, call in the subs. Yeah. And again, it was a good use of the producers, like, having that scene be silent, you know, just like it was when Goodbye Michael, when Pam and Michael talk silently. Yeah. We don't, like, if, if they're pretending that this is a, 
a true documentary if and it's just about a working environment um clearly they, those people wouldn't be privy to that conversation so right. in those moments so a tough matchup for office olympics um but company picnic gets the five the three seed from the break room iconic episode once again from season two booze cruise jim and pam have a moment where it's kind of awkward roy finally sets a date for the wedding and they're on a booze cruise in january in scranton pennsylvania yeah this is my number 10 favorite episode of all time uh this looks like it's your 31st yeah um and uh this episode, anytime Roy and Jim and Pam are in the same scenes, um, it's a good episode. And so just the sheer uh, awkward nature of this episode and um, Michael having disagreements with the captain and the captain... Who is Rob Riggle. Can we just... Yeah. <laughs> Rob, captain Rob Riggle and Michael um, and he having to take the microphone from him um just an, an all-timer in my opinion yeah i think it i think it's a classic i think it's a classic episode that's why i put it on my list i like it um i like it it's a good episode so that comes in at the three seed the six seed i feel like is one where you see the title you know exactly what happened survivor yeah. man season four michael tells dwight he needs to go on his own because he wasn't invited to the corporate the corporate retreat in the wilderness. Survivor Man, solid episode. I think it's a staple. It's one that I think people remember. It comes in a six seed. Yeah, and I think that um, it's important to note the cultural aspect of this episode, which is kind of lost on us now in 2020. Um, because the, those survival shows at the time this episode came out were huge. Right, Man versus Wild was ginormous. Survivor Man, yes, um, and uh, a lot of Bear Grylls type people were making a bunch of money uh, by taking a camera into the wilderness, and so this is just a giant spoof on that. Um, and it's like this is what would happen if like your idiot boss tried this because they got insecure about not getting invited to something, which anytime Michael is insecure about not getting invited to things, it's a very fun episode. Um, except that's what I think. I don't know that it's what you, what you think because I'm looking now and I'm seeing that, um, it looks like the convention isn't going to make it into this. Right. We'll get to, we'll get where to Michael felt left out. Right. Um, just a, yeah. I mean, but for me, um, Anytime Michael's invited, not invited to things, it's very fun uh, just to see him interact with that because, not because, haha, what a loser, because we've all felt what that feels like and he just handles it insanely poorly. Yes. So, um, yeah, it's a great episode. It's, it's an iconic and then with Dwight hiding 50 yards away in the woods. Um, yeah. Can't with, beat it. With a scope on his gun and, and watching him. Right. Says, the safety's on. Oh wait, safety's on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, he has to click it. Yeah, it's not good. So that's that comes in the sixth seed. The last seed that we're gonna go through before we we give our wild card picks comes in the two seed in the break room. All time classic opening of an episode. 
season five stress relief. Yeah. Um, this is a two part episode, I believe. Yes, it is. Um, and this aired after the Super Bowl. I remember clearly uh, from when it live aired on NBC. Um, and this is the best cold open ever, except for one that you didn't think was good enough to make this list. And uh, it is the second best cold open of all time. And I'm very happy that it made it. Um, just another great Stanley episode. Yes. Another great... St- I love Stanley. Stanley episodes uh, are amazing. And um, what a champion. This is, my, this is my third favorite episode of The Office. Um, which, again, my top three episodes are all in this region. Um, but for stress relief, just a crazy cold open. You get Dwight, and then you have the whole CPR thing where Dwight cuts the face off the, the, the dummy. Um, and there's just so much packed into this episode. I, I, and since it was after the Super Bowl, I believe it's the highest rated episode of The Office ever. Yeah, I was looking at some of the rating spikes, and it, it, this was, it, it nearly doubled all the other episodes when it live aired. Right. Um, and, you know, not and, and it was a well-watched show. Right. You know, and, it, you know, it's not something that you turn off out of the Super Bowl because they're going to show you, I don't know, like the young doctor episode from ABC or something. Um, oh, my God. So, yeah, <laughs> there, there, there's a show. Uh, what's that show? Good Doctor. They showed after doctor, The Bachelor. Yeah. yeah. That show is horrible. <laughs> like, I, who watches that? Yeah. Seriously, if you watch The Good Doctor and you watch it. Not because it airs directly after The Bachelor. I want you to tweet at me and Michael Likes Pod because I don't think you exist. No one watches <laughs> that show. Yeah. So anyway, stress relief. It's a good. That's that's a good closing for right now. Um. So the bracket is set. The bracket is completely set, except no, for not. the last eight seeds. I have four cringe episodes I have to put in. So we'll talk about that. So what we're gonna do. Me and Michael, we're going to take a sec, we're going to take a beep, and we'll be back in just a little bit, and we will announce our final four picks each. We'll be back. Welcome back. We are we are excited to bring you our wild card picks. I do not know what Michael has chosen. Michael does not know what I have chosen to be our seven and eight seeds. Yep. So without further yep. ado, yep. let's just walk right into this. I'm going to allow Michael, if you would like to give your best episode that I left off of my list. My best episode uh, that you left off my list, um, number a seven seed. We'll be going up against Goodbye Michael in the first round. The episode is entitled Gossip. Now, this has the third best opening scene in the series. This is the parkour opening scene. Mm. Which, once again, uh, I feel like we lose the joy of the cultural moment that they touched on uh, when this aired on September 17th, 2009, parkour was rampant, and they nailed this uh, scene. It 
was hilarious. Uh, also in this episode, um, uh, Michael stirs up a bunch of rumors uh, so that he will be in on the hot gossip. And uh, there's just some really funny things because uh, Michael heard from the interns who were there that episode uh, that they saw Stanley dancing with a woman um, at a club that they were at, which sounds foreign and strange. Uh, Michael does some digging and, and all of a sudden uh, finds out that that is actually true, that Stanley was cheating on his wife with his physical therapist. So um, here are some of the rumors that Michael started during this episode. He started a rumor that Andy is gay, which was very, very funny. Because then Andy started to question it for himself, and he's a 40-year-old man. Oscar, am I gay? He, he go, there is so many great uh, confessionals of him in the conference room where he, he was trying to talk himself out of thinking that he was gay, and he's like, wait, maybe I am. And he goes around and starts asking everyone. It was very funny. Um, Michael started a rumor that he had no knowledge of that Pam was pregnant, and Jim and Pam were like, how did he know that? We haven't told anyone. Right. Um, he also started a rumor um, that Dwight uses store-bought manure, uh, that Creed has asthma, that uh, Kevin has another person inside his body working <laughs> him with controls, <laughs> uh, that Kelly is anorexic, uh, that Aaron is a bad worker and will probably be fired, that Oscar is the voice of the Taco Bell dog, that Toby is a virgin, and that Angela is dating an 81-year-old billionaire Quiznos owner. So, clearly, I don't want to make light of some of those rumors. Uh, don't start rumors about other people, but that's, that's the show, like I've said, stated already on this pod. A very funny episode, an all-time Michael just causing havoc episode in The Office. Um... And another Stanley episode. So it's some of my favorite things all at once. Um, my favorite, oh, he also s started a rumor that he is a J. Crew model. So, you know, uh, just classic Michael this episode. I love it. Um, but the Andy stuff, like Andy's one of my favorite characters. This is a great Andy episode. Um, and it had to make it for me along with he, Andy, Michael, and Dwight doing parkour in the opening scene. Yes, uh, it was funny. It is good. <laughs> Um, so that's going to go up against Goodbye Michael. It'll be an interesting, it'll be an interesting moment. It's like Sweetheart Michael against classic deranged idiot Michael. Um, so my pick to be the next seven seed is going to go against the two seed, the Dundies in the conference room region. And it is going to be from the third season. It is going to be the return. This episode is... Oscar's returning from his from his um, lawsuit from when Michael kissed him uh, in his in his vacation after that whole thing Ooh. happened. Um, so the thing about this episode, there are a lot of things that are going on. Dwight is out of the office. It's like the only time that Dwight does not work for Dunder Mifflin in this whole series, um, and he works yes. for Staples. Yeah, um, and he. Um, all of his coworkers miss him because of how much Andy Bernard sucks. Uh, Andy's been with him for six episodes. He's being yes man to Michael. He, everybody's pissing him off. That's where you have the quotable moment where Andy turns to Michael after Michael rejects him and says, sorry, I annoyed you with my friendship. And then he proceeds to punch a hole in the wall. Um, so I think the return deserves to be on there. It's one of those, if you look at the title, maybe you don't recognize it. 
The Return, that's the one where Andy punches a hole in the wall. It's a great episode. Um, so I think that's a seven seed. I think that could that could cause some matchup problems for the Dundies. Um, we'll see there. So that's my that's my first wild card pick, seven seed conference room. Michael, what next for you? Do you want my next seven pick or my next eight pick? Next seven pick. Your next best one. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, one of the most iconic episodes of all time, uh, and in probably in most people's top tens, Joel did not put in his top 50. Hey, Mr. Scott, what, what you, you gonna, gonna do? do? What, what you gonna, gonna do? Make, make your dreams come true. Scott's Tots, an all-time cringe episode. Classic unadultered Michael Scott. We're not trying to make him look like an excellent character like they do before he leaves. This is a great episode, and it doesn't get really any better. Um, He does have one semi-heartfelt moment with a student, but that is it. This is the whole episode um, just... If you're watching it by yourself, you probably don't like it. If you're watching it with friends and you both are able to mutually understand together just the terror of this moment, um, that makes a difference. And I think that might be why you don't watch, don't like the cringe episodes as much, probably because you watch have watched most of them by yourself. Yeah, I don't have friends. I sit and watch Netflix at home by myself. I didn't say that. I just um, said you've watched them by yourself. I mean, it's true. I do watch most of these episodes by myself. Um, so I did not put this on my list um, because, frankly, when I get to it on Netflix, I skip it. Because I don't want to feel awful about myself. It's a bad take. Because, you know, I just, I hate it. It's too much cringe. It's like diversity day for me. It's too much cringe. I can't handle it. Um, so that's my, those are my thoughts on Scott's Tots. But obviously Scott's Tots has fans. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes against Rush Relief in the break room region. Um, my next pick, the last seven seed, is going to go up against the Injury. I was shocked for someone that loves cringe that you did not put this on your list. In season one, episode five, uh, or season season two, I believe, season two, um, Halloween did not make your list, and Halloween is the one that I am going to put up against um, the injury. Halloween is the one where they are celebrating Halloween, um, you know, as as they do as an office. And Michael decides this is the right time to fire someone because he has not done it already and corporate wants it done. And he doesn't even make the decision. He bounces around. He goes tells Dwight to tell Stanley he's fired. Uh, and then he talks to Creed, and then he has to bounce back from that. Um, so really, this is, this is peak cringe. And I think it's peak cringe that I'm okay with. Um, so I'm surprised that you didn't have it on your list. This is early, early moment where they're all dressed up. I, I can see Pam and her little cat ost- costume, um, and I'm gonna put it in as a wild card. I think I think that'll have fans in Hall- from the Halloween episode. Okay. Um, any any more anything to add on that? I have nothing to say about the Halloween episode. All right. So starting off with the eight seats, we're gonna stay in the warehouse. Um, so, Michael, tell me who is going to go up against basketball. Going up against basketball is the convention. The convention. For those of you who are thinking, what was that? That was the episode uh, where 
Jim has left the office due to um, the fallout from Casino Night, uh, where he and Pam, he didn't think that they could work together anymore. Um, so he goes to another branch. Uh, and Michael's nervous going to the convention. He's excited, but he's nervous. Um, and he is excited to hang out with Jim and kick it at the hotel and go to do some hotel room parties, you know, just classic Michael stuff. Like it's a work convention, bro. Like it's probably not going to be that crazy. Right. Um, and, uh, so Michael is nervous the whole time. He and Jim have a really heartfelt moment where he asks Jim if Jim's new boss is cooler than he is and does he like him more. And Jim says, tells him that he didn't leave Scranton because of Michael. Mm -hmm. He left Scranton because of Pam. Um, And it was just one of those moments where it was like, oh, Jim and Michael are like, Jim actually like likes Michael, you know, which you don't get that vibe a lot. Right. Um, Because some of the other characters you can see like, okay, like, Jim cleans up for Michael all the time, but it's not often out of love and care. And I think this is an episode where you do get to see uh, Jim level with Michael and Michael is comforted. Uh, and then they end up sitting in a hotel room by themselves in the dark with strobe lights. And um, it's, it's, there's stains all over the place. Yeah. With the, there's a the black light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, it's a, they say that it's like, uh, this is either uh, blood, uh, urine, or semen. God, I hope it's urine. God, I hope it's urine. Um, so that's a that's an that's an all time episode. So I'm I will gladly enter it into uh, this year's bracket. All right, the convention makes it in. Um, next for my pick, it's going to go up against Beach Games in the Break Room region. This comes from season two, which me and Michael both when our list of fifty, the the uh, the season that came up the most is season two uh, for both of us. And there's a reason for that because it's all-time classic The Office. They really started to shape what they were um, but weren't guarded by things that happened later. The Fire is going to come in here for me. The Fire, if you may remember, is when there's a fire in The Office, not the fake one that Dwight created in Stress Relief, a real, a, a real fire. And they're all rushed out, and they spend the whole day outside of the building where they play um, – all those, all those games um, that I won't go into on here. But you see Dwight struggling with the fact that Michael likes Ryan, and then they realize that Ryan was the one that started the fire. And Dwight Ryan starts, started, started the, the fire. fire. <laughs> Ryan started the fire. <laughs> and then, you know, yeah. So there, there's a great scene there. You also see Jim when he's still dating Amy Adams. Um, if you're into that, Roy and Pam, there's a, there's a really awkward moment there where they play, who would you do? And Pam's there and Roy says, Angela. And it's just like, it's just peak awfulness. Um, but it remains lighthearted throughout the episode and you have Jim and Pam playing along together. Um, so the fire goes in for me to face beach games as one of my, one of my last picks. So Michael, you have one spot remaining they're going to play casino night in the first round who are you putting up against casino night this last episode we could not do a bracket without it um if for no other reason than the open it has to get in because it is the best cold open of all time uh 
the open is widely known as Kevin's Famous Chili, which has to be in the episode is Casual Friday. So uh, this is just a fun episode, and I just want to talk about the cold open because the rest of the episode doesn't really matter. Um, (laughs) This cold open holds enough weight that if the episode had ended after Kevin spilled all the chili... It would still be one of the top 32 <laughs> episodes of all time. Um, when you think of The Office and you think of the best scenes, this has to be in there. Undoubtedly. An iconic scene, and I don't have to say anything else about it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google YouTube Kevin's Famous Chili right now. You won't regret it. Yes, that scene is great. I didn't put it on my list because the episode kind of stinks in my opinion, but that cold open is maybe the best of the whole series. I'm with you there. Okay, so the final the final spot, final spot on this list, um, it's going to go up against Dinner Party. It is almost assuredly going to get beat the crap out of by Dinner Party, um, but we need to put it on there anyway. Um, and I've struggled with this one. There's a lot of there's a lot of you know good episodes out there. Um, and right now, I'm just gonna make the call. I'm gonna say that it's gonna be living the dream. Okay, this episode comes in season nine. It's really when you see all of the all of the things come together. It's it's the close of the series where Dwight finally gets promoted to manager, and then. He talks to Jim, and Jim Jim says, you know, you're not happy. There's one thing that matters in this life. Like, you know, you've always loved Angela. And then he chases Angela down, cuts her off in traffic. And um, and then he realizes he's a father, too. And it's really the perfect day for Dwight. And you see the whole full circle thing from Christmas Party. We've already talked about the episode where he has the note from Jim to Pam. Um, so I'm going to put Live, on the, Live in the Dream on there. There are a lot of other ones that I have considered, but living the dream to me is just where the finale really starts, and I think that's where you see all of the all of the good things from the office really pull together, and that's where I do say the sentimental stuff is better, um, and I think I think that that episode holds a lot of that in there. Um, so we have our complete bracket, Michael. As you look at these, what we just put in there. Do you think that there's any chance that any of these ones that we just talked about are going to make it to the second round? Uh, any uh, Scott's Tots for sure will. Um, you know, I think Gossip is a great episode. Um, and I think, depending on who's responding to our polls, Goodbye Michael, people right. might not. Uh, so that's, a, that's kind of a up-in-the-air one, in my opinion, uh, but I do think Scott's Tots um, will take down Stress Relief. I'm going to pick that pick that uh, Cinderella. Wow, that's, yeah. that is heavy right there. Um, I have, Scott's Tots is one of the most iconic episodes in the whole series. Like, I don't doubt that. You can't have The Office without it. I think that's a fascinating, that's a fascinating matchup in the first round. You have, you have Scott's Tots, who is pro- was probably one of the most memorable episodes in The Office history going up against the most watched episode in the office history. Um, and that's the beauty of March, man. You know, you, you, they got to they fight it out, and we'll see who comes out. Yeah, the committee really uh, 
set them up for failure, those two episodes. There. Hey, you know, we're just treating Scott's Tots like Kentucky, you know, because their road is always way harder than everybody else's. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but, yeah, so that's the bracket. We're going to try to send it out um, as soon as we can, and uh, we'll let you guys play along at home. We are going to be tweeting from the Michael Likes Pod Twitter account. Is yes. that correct? Yes. I will be tweeting from the Michael Likes Pod account. Uh, feel free to interact with us. Um, and uh, so the way this is going to work is I'm going to send out um, each matchup on my Twitter, probably in a long thread, uh, and you can go through and uh, select the episode that you think should win. Um, I'm going to hopefully leave that for like a 24-hour period. Um, we'll let people vote. I'm going to uh, retweet that. If you wouldn't mind sharing that stuff around so we can get um, just some good some good graphics. Even if, uh, good, uh, not graphics, but uh, data. Good data. It'll be really good disappointing an- to have seven votes on these, on these polls. I mean, um, we're going to have seven votes because I have at least four Twitter accounts <laughs> that I have access to. Um, but it, even if it's just a DM, even if you're too ashamed to retweet uh, Michael Likes Pod's Twitter account, uh, even a DM to a friend and just say, hey, what do you think about this? Why don't you go through and vote on these? Um, that that would mean the world. Um, so we're really excited about this. And uh, after um, after that, we're gonna we're gonna pick up uh, with another pod. So right. So you can you can probably look forward to voting on those sometime later in this week. We will come out with another podcast, kind of detailing some of the matchups and maybe describing our brackets, what our brackets personally look like um, in a couple days. Um, but that's really it. Do you, is there anything you want to add, Michael? Um, no, I, I, I'm thinking I'm excited about this. Um, I hope that all, everybody at home, um, is, uh, staying healthy, uh, and taking the necessary precautions. And due to that, you have a lot of time, uh, to waste time, uh, by doing things like filling out a bracket of the top office episodes and voting on Twitter. Um, because I know, I've been uh, just scrolling a lot. Uh, so you other scrollers out there, why don't you hop in and uh, let us know what you think. I always love to hear from you. And if you wouldn't mind, I would love for you to give us a five-star rating and share this podcast with your friends um, because it's very, very important um, that people like this show uh, to me, you know, because um, I don't really care what other people think. Um, but I really do care what other people think. And so, uh, please, uh, share this. So, um, anything else, Joel, about the bracket? No, uh, we are looking forward to it. Make sure, you know, I feel like this is something that we're trying to put together that everybody can enjoy and we can all kind of do something together. Everybody that likes the office. Social distancing does not mean social media distancing. Okay. We're trying to connect with y'all. Stay connected with us. This is going to be fun and we hope you participate. Thank you so much. All right. Um, like I said before, five-star rating would be great. You ain't gonna rate us with five stars. Don't rate us at all. You can now find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and go ahead and subscribe there. Uh, all of the episodes will be instantly downloaded to your phone. And uh, I'm working on getting us on some other streaming setups like uh, Google Play and Spotify. That is in the works right now. Um, thank you uh, to our supporters. And uh, y'all have a good and safe week. Good night.